What's up, Daw Nation? My name is Wyatt Troy, and I want to welcome you to the Monday episode of Behind the Daw. Now, what is Behind the Daw, and what is the Monday episode? So, Behind the Daw is a podcast where I interview music producers, artists, music industry experts, singers, songwriters, sound designers, and like literally everyone else in between on an emotional, philosophical, branding, marketing, and overall music business basis. But this is the Monday episode. The Monday episode is where, over the course of a month, I read a book that I feel like has a lot of potential for music producers, and then I take those concepts that I've learned bring it back over here and each week I create an episode implementing those techniques those ideas those philosophies back to you so that you can figure out how to bring them into your career and help you grow exponentially now this week we are going over Pat Flynn's book Superfans this is actually the second week that we've been going over it in the last episode we talked about what the heck is a superfan and why we need one but we didn't talk about how we get them which is what we're going to be talking about this week really quick just to remind you at the end of this episode we are going to be announcing announcing the weekly winner for the Daw Nation Weekly Citizen Award. And of course, the winner either gets a private lesson with me or they get to come and help me interview someone on a regular Behind the Daw episode or a regular In the Daw episode. So stay tuned to the very end to find out who is the winner for this week. But really quickly, I do have to apologize because this episode is coming out on Monday night, not Monday morning, which is usually when it comes out. Over the weekend, AU5 and I did this big mastermind trip, okay? I went and picked him up from the airport. We went down into like the middle of nowhere. We went to Hatch, Utah, which according to the 2015 census has 130 people living in it. But during this weekend, we did a huge mastermind. If you don't know what a mastermind is, we're going to go ahead and hop into that later. Um, We're going to talk about it. It's really, really powerful. But we went and did that this weekend. And so I honestly, I didn't get back until last night. And that was after staying up for like 39 hours straight or something like that. And so I actually slept all day today. I had to take care of kids, so on and so forth. Lots of, you know, responsibilities in life and whatnot. Anyways, so now we are getting this out tonight because of course as you've listened to the last episodes we're all about massive action here right we're all about staying true to our commitments and everything so don't worry from here on now it will keep being on Monday morning at 8am Mountain Daylight Time is when the episodes will be released but for this time only for this special price only you will get the Monday episode on a Monday night so there we go so now what are we going to be talking about this week again we're going to be talking about how to get super fans so there are many tactics that Pat Flynn talks about in the book I'm walking away with six of them that I'm going to be bringing to you this week. And they're really powerful. A few of them may seem a bit simple on the surface until we take a deep dive and it's like, whoa, I see why they're so important and what the exact tactics are in order to implement them. And by the way, just so you know, since reading the book, because I've already read the book twice, every single tactic that I'm going to be talking about today is ones that I have implemented with Donation now. And I promise that they work and they work like a charm and it is absolutely beautiful. So the very first tactic, tactic number one, is called returning every handshake. So Donation, I want you to think about if you went to a concert and you were able to meet your favorite producer, your favorite musician, so on and so forth. You got backstage somehow, you did a leapfrog over the security guard and you know, if somehow he didn't even notice, that was amazing, you're amazing. Anyway, so you get back there and you meet him and you stick your hand out and you're like, hi, I'm so-and-so. And they just look at you. They just stare at you. They look down at your hand, look back at you. And there's just kind of this look on their face like, why are you here? Who are you? Why should I care about you? They have that kind of attitude on them, right? Think about how you would feel. And you feel terrible, right? You're like, oh, come on. Like, this is someone I idolize. This is, like, I am truly a super fan of this person. And then I finally get a chance to meet them. And then they do this. You know, you'd be crushed. I'd be crushed. Everyone would be crushed. It's a, it's, a, it's a crushed society. People can't live in a crushed society. 
Nine out of 10 doctors agree. Anyways, so, well, why, you know, I'm not always shaking hands with people. This doesn't really apply to me. In fact, it does though, because we can talk about the digital handshake. A digital handshake is, for example, if you put out a song, both on your YouTube channel and maybe on someone else's YouTube channel, YouTube channel, like Mr. Suicide Sheep, if you are generating comments from these and you're not keeping up on those comments, that is the equivalent of someone sticking their hand out and trying to talk to you, but you just looking at them, looking at them and saying, you're not worth my time. I don't have time for this. This is garbage, whatever. I don't want to deal with this, right? It's the same with Instagram comments. It's the same with Instagram stories, so on and so forth, emails, whatever, right? Snapchat, is that still a thing? I'm pretty sure that's still a thing. Anyways, so with all this stuff, it is like you not returning that handshake. Don't get me wrong. I have been terrible at this. I've been so focused on everything that I'm doing that I don't let anything else in, including like checking emails, answering back comments and all that and DMs and all that kind of stuff. It has hurt me and the person doing it in the long run because that person has reached out and I haven't gotten back to them. And it hurts me because I'm, I could be losing fans that way. This is, this is not a good thing. And so since reading this book, I have constructed a plan so that I can actually keep up on this. I actually hired someone. His name is Ben Orange. He's amazing. His desk is literally right behind me. He comes in and helps me almost every single day and he keeps up on these things he answers the low level stuff so i can get to the high level stuff meaning if someone dms me because we have a really good instagram campaign going on right now to get more followers it's absolutely beautiful we have a lot of people dming me but most of them are just you know it's, it's just inquiries and stuff like that so he takes care of it but for the deep stuff like if someone dms me on instagram and they're like hey why i love the podcast love the school base so on and so forth they get a personal message back from me in fact they get a personal voice message back from me in fact in this next week it's going to turn into a personal uh, video message back for me. I didn't realize that you could do that on Instagram. So that is actually what I'm going to start doing. And so he's taking care of all that stuff, all the low level stuff, so I can take care of the sincere stuff that's coming in. So now if you leave a sincere message on or a sincere comment on anything on Instagram, on YouTube, on whatever, you are going to get a personal response back from me because I really do care about you, Doll Nation. And I really do believe, you know, that is a huge slap in the face that you love the channel so much that you would come and say something to me, send me a message. And, and I'm not getting back to you. That's not fair to you. That's not fair to you at all. And it's not fair to your fans either. If they are reaching out to you, even if you're super small, even if it's the same person that comments on every single Instagram, uh, Instagram video, Instagram picture, DM, whatever, you still have a responsibility to get back to that person. So remember, return every handshake, answer the emails, answer back on the comments, all this kind of stuff. You need to do this, okay? Because the reason why is because once you do this, it creates an extremely fertile ground to turn regular people into fans and turn fans into super fans. I'm telling you, it works really, really well. Plus one of the best things that you can do when people are reaching out to you and trying to shake your hand is receive feedback from them. They will give you the unfiltered truth. Trust me, they will give you the unfiltered truth. And this unfiltered truth, more often than not, is actually really, really good, right? I'm not talking about the ones that just say, oh, you suck, blah, blah, blah. It's not like that. It's like, you know, I really missed it when you did X, Y, Z and so on. So it's really, really good feedback. You answering back to them will create this atmosphere. It's like, Oh, it's this living, growing thing. You know, if I ever want something to change, or I really like this or that, I can tell him and he'll implement it. It's, it's really, really beautiful, okay? So that was the first thing, return every handshake. Which, by the way, some of you may think, may be thinking, oh, Wyatt, that's so simple. That just means get back to everyone, answer every comment, blah, blah, blah. It's more than that, though. It's more than that because you're actually engaging with them. It's more than just saying, hey, thanks for the comment or liking this or hearting this or whatever. It's more than that. It's actually engaging with them. Oh, dude, thank you so much 
much for watching this episode. I really appreciate it. Is there anything that we can do better for you? Is there something in this episode that we could have done more, dive more deep into so that you could have, you know, so that you can get more value out of it? That's what I'm talking about. That's returning the handshake. By the way, by doing this and answering questions back in this type of format, we'll create more and more comments, which will push you higher, higher in an algorithm and any in any other uh, platform that you do. It's really, really powerful. Okay. So remember, it's not just answering back people. That's not what I'm talking about. This is on a much deeper level. This is returning the handshake with a smile on your face saying, thanks so much, dude. Tell me about yourself. Which by the way, commenting on all of this, if you want to, if you do send me a DM through Instagram or through Facebook message or anything of that, and especially if I can clearly see that it is a sincere message or comment or whatever, I will personally get back to you. So really quick before I end talking about, you know, returning every handshake, what would that look like for a music producer? You know, you're putting out songs, you're like, what would that look like? So what it would look like is, let's say that you put out a song, right? And again, it's the example where you put out a song and it's on YouTube, right? And they comment on your video, whether it's, like I said, on Mr. Suicide Sheep's channel or your own, let's say they they say something to the extent of, this song is really, really awesome. However, I really wish he would have worked with so-and-so again. If it's something like that, then you would comment back and be like, dude, first off, thank you so much for even taking the time to comment on this. This is really awesome that you do this. It truly means the world. And you know what, working with them, that was a really good time. And and I would love to work with them in the future. Tell me, I would really love to know when I was working with them, what was your favorite thing about that? So that way, you know, you're, you're kind of hitting a couple of birds with one stone. Number one is that you are returning the handshake. Number two is that you're asking them to get more feedback because again, more feedback helps you create better things in the future. And number three, I mean, this is totally just, I mean, this kind of just works with the scenario. It's not always like this, but like the, if you were releasing on Mr. Suicide Sheep's channel and you're creating extra comments on there and asking questions so that they bring you more comments back so that you can get more comments. You're going to be racking up all these comments on Mr. Suicide Sheep's channel, which is going to push the video even further. So the next time that you pitch your song to Mr. Suicide Sheep, they're just going to be like, absolutely. The last thing that you did went crazy for some reason. I don't know why. And you're like, yeah, I have no idea why either. That's weird. You're not going to add a bunch of birds with one stone. So that's a really good example. Another good example would be like on Instagram. If you take a picture of you in the studio doing something, someone's like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for the song to come out. You could comment back on them and be like, like, hey, thank you so much for commenting on it. And yes, it is going to come out soon. It's going to be coming out on this day. I, in fact, I would love to send it to you personally when that comes out. Would that be okay? You see what I'm saying? You're going the extra mile. You're doing you're doing the kind of things to really create that super fan edge. Donation, that is the first concept, which is to return every handshake. The second concept that we're going to get into that we're going to get into right now is what's called letting people into the factory. So back in like the 1940s, 1950s around that era, right? What was normal protocol for factories was that no one outside the factory could get in or know what what went on behind the scenes. So if you were a shoe factory, doors closed. Unless you worked there, you had no idea what was going on. And even if you did, you had to sign a non-compete. You had to sign an NDA, which means a non-disclosure agreement, which means you couldn't talk about anything that happened uh, behind there, so on and so forth. But around like the 60s, 70s, maybe late 50s is when they started doing this concept of what's called the factory tour. It was actually when these companies went out on a limb totally just guessing this would work. And they started letting the public into their facilities to take a tour and to see how everything worked. The beautiful thing about this is what they didn't realize at the time is that it is a breeding ground for super fans. When they allowed people to come back there, it was like entering a secret society almost, right? It was like this secret, it was like this secret meeting that only a few people knew that the only way you could know is you came and you and you did the tour and only a few people were allowed in the tour and so on and so forth. It's really hard to explain unless you've been through it. 
It's like, for example, for those of you who are in and out burger fans, they have a secret menu and not everyone knows about that. And it's a really cool feeling that not everyone knows about that. So it kind of like gives you a little boost in your confidence. Like if you're ever around someone's like, hey, did you know about the secret menu? No, that's awesome. Well, let me tell you about it, buddy. They started doing that and they started seeing the fans that they would have just like shoot through the roof. The amount of let- I guess back then it would have been letters coming in. They, was, they saw the letters coming in just going through the roof. It was incredible. The phone calls, so on and so forth, right? And so this is all well and good, but how do we apply it to our day and age, Donation? The way that we do it is like this. So for a music producer, you can let people into your factory by doing a live stream. And you can talk about your creative process. You can talk about things that are coming up. You can get feedback from them. You could give feedback to other people, so on and so forth, right? You could do things like this. Now, earlier in the podcast, I talked about how AU5 and I were doing the mastermind. If you don't know what a mastermind is, it's this concept that when two minds come together, the synergistic energy between those two minds create a new mind, also known as a mastermind. In this scenario where the mastermind is created, both individuals can see and understand things better than they could individually. They can give ideas to each other. They can give honest feedback to each other to help each other grow exponentially. Now, this weekend with AU5 was amazing. Incredible. In fact, I would highly encourage you to DM him right now and say, hey, Wyatt just talked about your mastermind in the last episode of Behind the Daw. Was it worth it? Was it fun? Did you get a lot out of it? You'll be, you're you're going to be really surprised with that answer you're about to get back. Okay. So one of the concepts that we talked about there was he was asking, it's like, okay, you know, I do have super fans, but how do I engage them more? How do I create more? And so I told him this concept of letting people in the factory. And for him, it would look something like this. It would look like him doing a live stream, maybe once a week, once a month, twice a, you know, twice a month, so on and so forth, whatever he feels like he can crank out. But basically during this live stream is that he actually, you know, lets people into the factory, shows people how he does things, what he has going on behind the scenes, how many songs he has in his reservoir, what songs are coming up. He could do a private listening party, right? You know, he's letting people come into the factory. He's showing them the things that he's working on behind the scenes, the songs he's working on behind the scenes, the music videos he's working on behind the scenes, the things he does in the DAW behind the scenes. Uh, the cover art, so on and so forth. He's doing things behind the things and he's allowing people to come in and check out what he's doing, right? And and not very many people can do that, right? Not all fans of AU5 can do that. It would only be like a certain part of his community, maybe his Discord channel, maybe his Facebook group, so on and so forth. Like it's just a private amount of people, a limited amount of people. And that is a really beautiful experience, especially if you're a super fan. I mean, could you imagine, could you imagine your favorite producer, right? And all of a sudden you get a notification. It's like, hey, we're going live in five minutes, come behind the scenes, see what we're doing. You get to see everything. You see their their day-to-day, what they're working on, new unreleased stuff. You see what I'm saying? Like, you would love that. I would love that, right? And so it's this concept of letting people behind the scenes. So another concept is do not be stingy with allowing people into the factory. Every time I brought up this concept with someone, one of the biggest kind of pushbacks with this with this idea is that, oh, you know, like I like to keep it secretive or like I just, I don't want to open up that side or whatever, right? It's something of that nature, some excuse as to why to not do this. The problem is that every excuse they have actually pushes this idea forward because one of the things is like I don't want to show people what's going on behind the scenes because I I like to kind of keep it secretive I kind of like it to be a surprise well the only reason why you'd want to be a surprise in the first place is to create super fans that's what that's all we really want to do it's like the execution of the art is to ultimately get super fans to be absolutely in love with what's going on to affect their lives one of the best ways to create super fans is to be vulnerable and to show them things that not that not everyone else knows again like what we're talking about letting them behind the scenes to see what's going on. I promise it won't diminish the surprise because you got to remember, even if 
you had 100 people show up to said live stream and 100 of them stayed, right? 100% of them stayed. And each one of them, you know, I stayed alert and they didn't get distracted and whatever. And they watched everything the entire time. And you showed them behind the scenes stuff. That is not going to affect the release that when you release it out to hundreds of thousands of people, right? That's only a very small subsect of people that actually saw it. And so don't think that it's going to diminish the surprise to everyone else once you once you release it. It's not. It's, it's All it's going to do is with those hundred people, you're putting them in a very good situation to convert them to super fans so that when that song released, you're even going to get more of a push because they're super fans. They're going to help push it. Holy crap, I remember hearing this three months ago when he showed it in a live stream and so on and so forth. You see what I'm saying? And so that is the concept of letting people into the factory so let people into the factory, show them what you're doing. Maybe, you know, via your social media content, you know, you can take pictures, do videos, so on and so forth, showing people what's going on behind the scenes. You can do live streams. You can do one-to-one calls showing super fans what's going on. You know, the, the kind of the possibilities with this is endless. So donation, comment below. I want you to think about the person, the producer that you are a super fan of. And I would love to know, what would you like to see with them behind the scenes? Is it how they write a song? Is it how they produce a song? Is it how they, or what songs they have unreleased? And so, like, like that kind of stuff. I would love to know what you would love to see if you were allowed behind the scenes to your uh, producer that you are a super fan to. All right, so the third concept. The third concept is called passing the ball. So Pat Flynn in the Superfans book talks about how when he was in high school, he was very, very, very short. His friends always wanted him to play basketball with them. But when he would play, they would never pass him the ball. The opportunity came up a few months down the road and they're like, hey, we're going to go do this big tournament. Do you want to come? And he said, no. And they're like, what, what, wait, why? The reason why is because you guys never pass me the ball. If I, You don't even know how good of a player I am. And it's not fun for me. Why would I keep up with this? And so now we take this concept of passing the ball. It is kind of the twin cousin to the previous to the previous strategy, which is to let people into the factory. This is when you let people into the factory, but now they're becoming a part of the factory, right? It's, it's kind of like they're interns in the factory or employees in the factory, so to say. So let's take that same scenario of AU5, of AU5 doing a live stream, right? And he is showing people unreleased songs. Now, a way that he could pass the ball to them is let's say he's showing an unreleased song and he's like, by the way, guys, I have two versions of this song. In version one, it has this type of drop. And in version two, it has this type of drop. What do you guys think? Which one do you guys think I should go with? And then once they say he honors that and releases the one that he couldn't decide on, they both thought was great. And now he's just going with the one that the fans wanted to. Another great one would be, hey, guys, I'm updating my logo. Which one do you think is better? Or, hey, here's a, here's a couple of cover, idea, cover art ideas for this new project that I have going on. What would you like? What about this typography? What city should I, should I go to when I'm doing this tour? So on and so forth, right? You're passing the ball over to the audience. And when you do that, that allows them to become invested in it. So here's a really good example that many of you participated in and I am really, really grateful for. I passed the ball with the very first episode of the Monday episodes of Behind the Doll, you know, like when, when I do this book style stuff. I asked you in the very first episode, Doll Nation, it is up to you. Do you want me to keep doing this? If you want me to keep doing this, let me know. I'm happy to keep doing this, right? I passed the ball over to you. The ball was in your court. And of course, the response was unbelievable, which is why we're still doing it. And so, but you see what I'm saying? You, you were probably 
a part of that. And so I passed the ball over to you and I allowed you to make it help kind of build the company even more. And now those people that did comment back on the episode that sent me the messages, that sent me the emails, all that kind of stuff, I'm seeing them, you know, comment on stuff, email me back, all that kind of stuff way more than before because I can see that they're invested more, which is awesome. I'm so stoked about that. I'm happy to keep communicating with them and being involved in their lives and their projects and stuff like that. I love it. They love it. It's it's a love fest. It's fantastic, right? And so, Donation, how could you pass the ball, right? Let's say you're a smaller artist right now, don't have much of a of a fan base. You're like, oh man, I don't know. Like if I tried to reach something, you know, if I if I put out an Instagram post or something, and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about this this cover art or this cover art, and no one answers back. I mean, what what do you do in that? Don't worry, it's okay. Eventually, they will. You know, a couple of ideas for you is, you know, again, certain cover arts for songs, certain logo designs, uh, certain people that you should collaborate with, different versions of songs, uh, when the song should be released, how often the song should be released, what the name of certain songs could be. That could be a really good one. There's a lot of things that you could do to pass the ball over to people. I know that as you're listening to this right now, things are coming through your mind right now that I didn't even mention, which by the way, if they did, please comment them below. What is a really good passing the ball style tactic? All right. I would love to know about that. See how I just passed the ball to you? See that? Ah, ah? And you caught it. Didn't even hit your face. Freaking proud of you. That was concept number three, which is to pass the ball. Now we're moving into concept number four. So concept number four may be a bit out for some of you, but it may be right, but it may be perfect for where you are right now, which is leveraging live events. You actually put on a live event for you, Donation, who are, you know, producers and DJs and singers and songwriters and things of that nature. You could literally just go to your show. But when you're at the show, the concept is not just going to the show. The concept is leveraging the show as much as possible. Literally going to the live show is just exactly what we've been talking about. The concepts that we've been talked about, we've been talking about, you know, like returning every handshake, letting people behind the factory, passing the ball and all that kind of stuff, all these tactics. But now you're going to be doing them in person. So let me explain. This is a way that you would not do it is if someone came up to you at a show and they were like, oh my gosh, I love your music. And you'd be like, hey, dude, thank you so much. And that's it. Or you just have a nonsense style conversation where it's just, there's, it's not really benefiting either of you. You don't want that. Here is a good example of it, okay? Let's say that someone comes up to you sh- at a show and they're like, oh my gosh, I love your music. You could shake their hand with a big smile on your face and you're like, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming out and you supporting the music and everything. This is absolutely incredible. But while I got you here, Tell me about you. What's your story? Are you are you are you a music producer as well? Are you not? Are you just a fan? What do you got going on? And you start having this conversation with them. And then as you start doing this, you can start. I'm I'm sure that you you know they're going to start saying things, and that and those things are kind of going to allow you to be natural segues into letting them behind the factory. Because you know if they are super fans the way that we say they are, they're going to say like, oh, like your song such and such really really inspired me this way and it helped me in this situation and so on and so forth. And so you can actually start allowing them back into the factory. So let's take that example where this person's like, your song X really, really helped me when I was having a hard time in life and so on and so forth. And you'd be like, that is amazing. First off, thank you for even even sharing that. I am honored that you would even, you know, first off, feel that and then even share that with me. But if I may, can I give you a little bit more information about that to really kind of help that experience even more? And then you kind of allow them behind the scenes and you kind of tell them the formation of the song and why it came out the way that it did. Because if they love that song like that, 
If they love that song as much as they say they do, learning behind the scenes stuff from it straight from you is going to blow them away even more. With the live events, it's exactly like that. It's just using those tactics that we've used before, but in a live sense. Now, you can, again, use this on a live stream as well. I, I would say it probably have probably have a less of effect than in person, right? When you're in person, when you're staring at that person face to face, it's really, really powerful. But that concept is still there. Now, let's say that you're at a show, maybe you're just an opener, maybe you're the opener of the show. So there's still not a lot of people that know you. What you can do is I would highly encourage you to network like crazy with the fans that are at the show. I remember when I went to a closey show, when I went to a closey show, and there was this guy, he's amazing. He watches the show. Hopefully you're listening to this right now, man. I know you watched the show. I, I, I saw that you signed up for the school base a long time ago. So but it's this guy by the name of Dakai. He's a he's a he's a producer and DJ here in Utah. And I remember with the Closey show after he did a set, which was an amazing set by the way, he went out into the crowd and started networking with people and being like walking up to people. And of course after you just performed in front of all those people and then you're starting walking the crowd, people are gonna want to talk to you. It doesn't matter what size you are. It doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter what size you are at all. You can start walking through the crowd. People are gonna want to talk to you and and high five you and take pictures with you and so on and so forth. That's exactly what you should should be doing as soon as you get done performing you should get into you should get into the crowd and start doing all that kind of stuff because once you do effectively by performing you kind of turn people who don't know about you some of them turn into fans so that when you go out there and you start talking to them it's a very very well thought out atmosphere to turn people from fans into super fans okay so the live events amazing do as much as you can just implement the tactics that we've already talked about when doing these live events and it's going to help shoot that super fanage up even more the fifth concept that i have for you is called give them a name now i'm sure that you have seen this everywhere in, in fact you've heard it multiple times while even listening to this podcast donation so but why give them a name why is that even important is it kind of cheesy is it too far what is it first off it is not too cheesy okay it is awesome I listen to a lot of podcasts where it is when they have given their audience a name and I love it. I, it feels like a community to me, right? We are beings that are built off of communities, right? At the very, very lowest, at the very, very lowest of our needs is a community is to feel safe, right? This whole societal concept of tribalism is so strong, okay? We want to be a part of a tribe. We want to be a part of a community. And so, and, and people really, really want this. They want to be around people that love the same thing as they do, right? Pat Flynn in the book shares a really, really good story about when this really, this concept really smacked him in the face. So basically every single month in San Diego, Pat Flynn has this big meetup with people that are fans of his podcasts and his books and so on and so forth. And so one time he realized that he talked to everyone that came and did this meetup except for one person. So he made his way over to her and he's like, hey, I'm so sorry it's taking me this long to get to you. Tell me about you. And she said, oh, Pat, don't get this wrong. Don't take this wrong. But I didn't come here for you. I came here so that I can connect with other people that are in the same place in life as I am, in the same stages, in the same mindset that I am. And so I love your stuff. I love everything you do. But the real reason why I came here was to connect with the rest of the community. And so remember, the people that are going to love your music want to connect with other people that love your music. Okay. When someone, some, when someone loves something so much, and then they find someone else that loves that thing so much. It's like this special bond. And by you giving them a name, giving them a place to exist, like in a private Facebook group, oh my gosh, this is absolutely just beautiful. I've had so many people come up come up to me and say, dude, thank you so much for the Donation Facebook group. Thank you so much for the school base. Thank you so much for this, that, and the other, because you have given me access to meet 
other like-minded music producers that I'm working with right now. We're collaborating. We're, we're getting feedback from each other. We're accountability partners, so on and so forth. There's, there's been so many people that have reached out and said that to me. And I'm like, this is awesome, right? And they feel like they're a part of something much bigger than just a podcast or just a YouTube series. They're a part of this movement, this mentality, this ideology that is pushing things forward, right? Give your audience a name and make it a clever name. Make it a clever name that is around you your brand, right? So like, for example, so AU5's Facebook page is called Awesome Fans, but OS, the very first few letters in there is AU5, right? The five is an S. Nice little clever, would you, would you call that a pun? I'm going to wholeheartedly call that a pun. Another great one is, like I said, the Skies Group. His, his group is called the Sky Gazers. Lady Gaga's is called Monsters. That's a bit of a stretch unless you really know what's going on inside of her brand. But again, if you're a super fan of her, then you know what would be going on inside of her brand. So it's totally fine. Like for us, ours is called Daw Nation, right? You know, alluding to the fact that we all use DAWs, we're music producers, so on and so forth. It doesn't matter what DAW you have. You can come here as long as you make music, as all that kind of stuff. You are welcome into the nation. Create a name for your fans because once they feel like they that you are fostering a community for them to thrive in, again, it really helps turn fans into super fans. One final example that I have for you that this is probably the number one group that I'm a part of right now that I really like it really makes me feel like family with other people and I'm really, really stoked about it. So remember in the last episode how I talked about ClickFunnels? So ClickFunnels is not just where you can build uh, pages where you can do sales funnels. It's like an entire community. And the, the name of the community is called Funnel Hackers. And so Funnel Hackers is like a big Facebook group where you can go in and talk about what's going on, things that you're struggling with. People answer back. Like it's really, really powerful. It's really, really beautiful. And so that was just a final little example. It's amazing. So let's move on to our sixth and final concept of how to generate super fans. So roughly a week ago, I was meeting with a friend, a friend who will remain unnamed for you know personal reasons, but he was talking about everything that was going on with his brand and why he felt like he wasn't moving forward. One of the reasons is, is kind of cool. We had it kind of like a little mini mastermind, like what, like what AU5 and I had. We had like a little mini mastermind and we talked about where his bottlenecks were, where, you know, of course, if you don't know what the concept of a bottleneck is, it's basically things that are slowing down the process, right? So like, it doesn't matter how much music you make until you figure out how to market it properly. You know, you're, you're kind of just, you're not getting the most amount of push possible with each song. So you fix that bottleneck, you figure out how to market properly, boom, all of a sudden you have this huge catalog and it's getting out to a large amount of people, so on and so forth. But while we were talking about this, he mentioned that he thinks that one of his bottlenecks is the team that he has right now. We started talking about the different members of his team and he mentioned that this certain member of his team just wasn't doing their job they weren't fulfilling what they said they would do and it was it was a very important job since this person on this team wasn't fulfilling the job they were the bottleneck it wouldn't matter if everyone else on the team increased their efforts because everything kind of had to go through this person and if and if this person wasn't working as fast as everyone else it wouldn't matter how fast everyone worked because they would have to go at the speed of this person and so i asked him i was like so with this person on your team, why do you not think that they are doing their job? Do you think they're incapable? And he's like, no, he's very capable. I'm like, okay, is he, is he too busy? And he's like, um, I mean, he could be. I don't really think it's that, but he definitely could be. I'm like, is he a super fan of the brand? And he looked at me funny. He's like, what do you mean? 
And I was like, the best people to bring onto your team are super fans. And he kind of looked at me, he's like, wait, what? I was like, dude, here's a really good example, okay? One of the reasons why I truly believe that said the sky blew up so fast was because of Ashley, his manager. Ashley is a super fan of said the sky. She loves his music. She can't get enough of it, okay? When I first met Ashley, she had said the sky's tattoo on her wrist, okay? She is a super fan of said the sky. Man, when I work with AU5, one of the reasons why we work so well together and why I work so hard to make sure everything is working is because I am a super fan of AU5, right? I've already mentioned him like 14 times in this interview. It is because I am a super fan of him. And guess what? AU5 loves it. He knows that if since I'm a super fan, I'm going to work my butt off to get every single thing done and in a really beautiful way. But back to this person that we're talking about, he's just mind blown. He's like, oh my gosh, like I've never really thought about bringing on super fans as people onto my team. And I was like, dude, those are the best people to bring onto your team because if they really are super fans, they are going to push and work as hard as possible to get the things done that need to get done, right? One of the people that I know is listening to the interview right now is a super fan and he is part of my team. It is Tevin Donye. If you guys don't know who Tevin is, he's absolutely awesome. He answers back a bunch of the emails that I get and schedules almost every single person on In the Dawn Behind It All. As, as well, he is the uh, community manager inside of the Dawn Nation Facebook group. He is awesome. I loved it. When he reached out to me, he, he first signed up for the Patreon at like one of, like the $25 per month tier, which is total super fan status. When I first met him and I got, I learned more about him, he's just like, dude, I just want to help out. I just want to be part of the team. Anything you need. I was just like, dude, heck freaking yeah, come on. And I didn't realize this for, for quite a long time. When I kind of brought him on as an intern, he was still a part of the Patreon. So he was kind of paying me to work for me and of course, when I realized that, I was like, dude, cancel it immediately, okay? Don't worry, I'll still give you everything that you want. But dude, no, 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 no. You are not going to pay me to work for me. In fact, I'm going to pay you now. And so, so on and so forth. I brought him in and he's crushing. He's doing amazing, right? I love Tevin. He does so much for me. He's literally, I remember when we were doing the Zan Griffin course and Zan was like, dude, like, how is it having an assistant? And I was like, dude, Tevin is like part of the family, man. Like if 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 I if we got rid of him, it'd be like a death in the family. And Zan was like, whoa, that's freaking crazy. And I was like, I know, man. But still a concept that super fans are the best people to bring onto your team. And just to wrap this up with, with me talking to this person about super fans, he's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go get rid of so-and-so and I'm going to go and I'm going to, you know, announce it to my fans and I'm going to hire a super fan to bring onto my team. And I was like, dude, that is such a smart idea because, or even if they don't have the skills to complete the task, because they are a super fan, they will put in the time to figure out the task right? that That's how it is. And most of the tasks that we have that need to get done aren't rocket science, answering back emails, scheduling people, you know, uh, keeping track of this, this, that, and the other, creating covers. It's not, you know, rocket science. Basically, any of the fans could really learn what you're needing them to do. But still, the concept of there is that the best people to bring onto your team is a super fan, which by the way, the whole concept of building a team is absolutely amazing and we'll get into it another time it's one of the best things that you can do because again if you can bring people onto your team you can grow exponentially right so i just barely brought ben onto my team ben orange onto my team is absolutely amazing you know he said he's like are you really okay with paying me and i was like dude if every dollar i pay you it helps me make three four five dollars i'll write that check every day. i'll write that check twice a day i, I mean i don't really write checks because it's literally 2019 but anyways doesn't really matter it's still that concept it's like it doesn't matter ben was a super fan of the of the podcast 
of the podcast of the YouTube series. And that's why I was like, dude, I need someone. You're the perfect person. Get over here. I love, I, you know, I'll get you a desk. I'll put the desk right next to me, you know, whatever. And here we are. And it's absolutely amazing. Which by the way, guys, if you're a super fan of In the Dawn, Behind the Dawn, Dawn Nation, freaking hit me up. There's, we have plenty of internships going on right now. And if you prove your worth, we'll bring you on as employees in the future. So again, if you're into that, go ahead and let me know. But coming back to this concept, guys, if you are big enough to have super fans, which by the way, you do not have to be very big to have super fans. We talked about that in the last episode. Episode, but if you have super fans, bring them onto your team. All right. You have jobs that you need to get done that they have skills for. Maybe some of them are graphic designers. Maybe some of them are photographers, videographers, right? Social media experts, something of that nature. Maybe they have, you know, different talents and stuff that they don't even know about. And being in the environment of like this, they'll be able to figure them out. Guys, donation, bring on super fans onto your team. They will work harder than anyone else you could ever bring on. I'm telling you, if you just hire someone that has no passion in your business, you're going to pay for it later. All right. They may get the task done right now, but they are not going to grow and grow and really help create this synergistic energy inside of your, inside of your music career. All right. Sound good. But one could say, wait, 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 why this last tactic is if I have super fans and you know, the concepts that we were talking about today is how to get them. And I'm like, well, wait, hold on. Here's the, here's the kicker, right? If someone is a fan and you give them an opportunity to bring them onto your team, it's almost instantaneously that they become a super fan because like what we talked about in the previous examples the more invested that they feel in something the more likely they will become a super fan see what i'm saying ah yeah you do so those were the six concepts of what pat flynn talked about in order to grow super fans and donation that is the completion of super fans by pat flynn now wait 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 hold it wait i thought we were gonna do an entire month what the heck well usually we would do an entire month with one book but this book was extremely small okay it was very very small it's only like you know on listening on audible it's only like five hours long which for a book is nothing right the 10x world was like way longer than that so don't worry we're still gonna get episodes i'm just gonna start new books so for the last two weeks in october we are going to be going over another book so don't worry come back next week we're gonna start a new book new concepts new new everything so don't worry about that so this is the end of super fans by pat flynn so go ahead and donation give yourself a nice little clap you know just nice little gentle clap we don't want to bother anybody we don't want to bother anyone we don't want anyone to think we're weird <laughs> just kidding give yourself a big clap come on you deserve it freaking Daw nation give yourself a pat on the back that's what i'm talking about you deserve it so so now let's talk about who is the winner this week's winner of the Daw nation weekly citizen award all right who is it you ready can I get a drum roll i'm not gonna get a drum roll i don't have drums uh, I haven't a music producer. I could put in a drum roll. Not going to do it. Too much time. Okay. Who is the winner this week? This week, it is Greg Donnelly. Thank you so much, Greg. But the question is, why does Greg even deserve this award? I'm going to tell you why. I, I literally went to go pull up the DM that Greg sent me, and AU5 just tagged me in a post. He did a bunch of really cool drone footage when we were in Hatch, Utah. And so I'd highly encourage you to go over to his page and check it out. It's really, really, really awesome. But now let's get back to what's important. So Greg Donnelly, why did you win this week? So this was a DM on Instagram from Greg, and he said, quote, Wyatt, just wanted to tell you that I finally had the chance to use some knowledge that you have bestowed upon me. I've been making a heck of a lot of connections in my local area. I've started offering to take people out to lunch, to coffee, for drinks, and this really creates a great connection with them because I gave something first. It's seriously helping me out so much. I think it's about to get me more shows and branching out in the Philly area. Dude, Greg, that's freaking amazing. What he's referring to is in the episode I did a couple months 
Conference, which was titled, Do You Need to Move to LA? I talked about this concept where one of the best things that you could do is take people out to lunch, take them out to lunch, dinner, whatever. And when you do this, it creates a really beautiful ground and it puts a really good taste in their mouth because you know that this shows, it shows that you are in their best interest and so on and so forth. So Greg, high freaking five for you even listening and for you taking action on that and for telling me because you have officially won the Da Nation Weekly Citizen Award. Way to go, man. You either get a private lesson or you get to come on an episode of In the Da or Behind the Da. So go ahead, dude. Let me know. I'll actually be DMing you back here shortly with a personal message, just like what I talked about earlier in the episode. Remember, you send me a message, I'll send you a personal message back. So Da Nation, that is the winner this week. And again, if you want to be the winner next week, just do something that really catches my attention. You go above and beyond the call of duty. You send me a really great email, a really great DM. You leave a review on iTunes. You comment on something, just something of that nature. You go ahead and do that and you are officially entered to win the Daw Nation Weekly Citizen Award. But with that being said, Daw Nation, just a few more announcements. Go ahead and check out our last episode of In the Daw that was with Mossa Man over on the Daw Nation YouTube channel. You can also listen to it here on the podcast. Also, two big announcements concerning courses. The first announcement is that the school base, the enrollment for the school base, is coming down on October 31st, 2019. We're actually going to be moving the site over to another site. We're going to be updating and implementing new content into the site. There's a lot of things that are going to be going on in the background. And because we're actually going to be adding a bunch of new content, the prices are going to go up. If you want to make sure that you can stick with the $47 per month price point, or you want the lifetime access at $247, make sure to hop on that ASAP. Because again, October 31st, coming down. No more. You can't do it we're actually getting rid of the subscription model so only lifetime access is going to be available so again if you want to do that you better hop on it really quick in a hurry second big announcement with uh courses me and another business partner that I have by the name of Phil Harris, if you don't know him, freaking go and subscribe to his YouTube channel. He's amazing. Oh my gosh, he's amazing. And me and him teamed up and we are creating this gigantic Ableton Live course. It's going to either go into live either this month or next month. But with this, it's going to actually be a live course where the content, where the course content is actually going to be filmed every single week and you get to be part of it. It's in a live stream fashion. We're going to live stream everything. We're going to teach everything. We're going to let you ask questions and so on and so forth. And that content will turn into the actual legitimate course. We're going to be showing you how to do every single thing inside of Ableton Live, every single thing. So if you have any questions, any concerns, anything like that with Ableton Live, you really want to switch over to that, you really want to learn it, this is the course for you, okay? So if you're interested in that, go ahead, send me a DM. We already have our beta testers. I mentioned that in the last episode that we were looking for some beta testers. We already have them. So if we need more, you sending me a DM basically puts you on the waiting list to become a beta tester or on the waiting list when it opens. Because when it opens, we're not letting a lot of people in, right? We want to keep it very small and intimate while we are actually filming the course. So if you want to be a part of that, go ahead, let me know, send me a DM. I can't wait to hear from you, but those are the announcements for this week's donation. And of course, as always, if you like this episode, freaking comment below, send me a DM, take a screenshot, do whatever you need to tag me on an Instagram story. I want to hear from you. And again, if you do, you're going to get a personal message back from me. So go ahead. I'd love to hear from you, Donation. Now, I'll see you on the next episode, which is coming out this Friday. It is a new Behind the Dot episode with Xylent. It's really, 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 really good. We're going to be talking a lot about internet marketing and how he came to his realization that we can take our music careers in our own hands and not rely on a bunch of other people, okay? We'll meet you on Friday for the Xylent episode of Behind the Dot. We're going to premiere it at 12 p.m. Mountain Daylight 
right time. I'd love for you to join us and for us to have a really good time for me to talk with you live and all that kind of stuff. So again, Donation, Friday, 12 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time. But with all that out of the way, Donation, we will see you either on Friday or next week when we start our new book. And Donation, remember, you are amazing. I freaking believe in you and you have to spend time behind the DAW so that you can absolutely crush it when you go in the DAW.